There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 97.1 FM The Drive presents the Behind the Song Podcast, taking you deeper into classic rock's most timeless tunes. Here's your host, Janda. Behind the Song is powered by DuPage Credit Union. If you're anything like my husband and I, spending this much time at home has made us think of all the home renovations we want to do. And with home equity loan rates, the lowest they've been in years, it's the perfect time to kickstart your home renovations and talk to the experts at DuPage Credit Union. Whether you're looking for a fixed rate home equity loan or a HELOC, they make it so simple to get the funds you need fast. For credit costs and terms or to apply, visit DuPageCU.com. That's DuPageCU.com. DuPage Credit Union is an equal housing opportunity lender. NMLS number 445096. By member's choice, this institution is not federally insured. Diving into the lyrics of Wildflowers, the title track to Tom Petty's masterpiece, 1994 solo album, is like wading into a reflecting pool. The song and the album was a conversation he had with himself, grappling with a momentous time in his life. When he wrote these songs, he was coming off of recording albums as a part of George Harrison's supergroup, The Traveling Wilburys. He was leaving his longtime record label, MCA, for a new deal with Warner Brothers. He was saying goodbye to longtime Heartbreakers drummer Stan Lynch after decades of highs and lows as bandmates. And last but not least, he was dealing with the crumbling of his marriage with his wife, Jane, to whom he'd been married since 1974, a woman he had been with since before he, Jane, and the Heartbreakers all headed for California from their hometown of Gainesville, Florida. Tom Petty, Ben Montench, Mike Campbell, original bassist Ron Blair, and Stan Lynch. Jane Petty is responsible for the title and inspiration of Stevie Nicks' song, Edge of Seventeen, by the way. When Jane recounted to Stevie that she had met Tom at the age of 17, Stevie misheard her because of her Floridian accent to say, Edge of Seventeen, and wrote the song around what she misheard. There's so much history there. When I started to dive into the lyrics of Tom Petty's Wildflowers, I knew that it would be an emotional ride. This album came out in 1994, two years after my mother passed away. And maybe for you too, this body of work holds special meaning and came along at a time when you're having your own conversations with yourself about your station in life and what was next and figuring out what was truly important and what was not standing at your own fork in the road, like Tom Petty was. By his own admission, this was the album that stayed with him and remained on his mind until his death in 2017. Rick Rubin, who produced Wildflowers and two more Petty albums afterward, has said that Petty told him in the years that followed that Wildflowers intimidated him because he wasn't sure he could ever top it and that he wasn't sure where the songs came from. 
There were 25 tracks written and recorded during the Wildflowers sessions, but only 15 made it to the original album release. For once in his life, Tom Petty didn't buck against the advice of his new record label when Warner Brothers executives suggested that 25 songs, a double album, would be too many. Petty, who had in the past railed against label intrusion against his art, demanding complete artistic control and even making a huge fuss in order to keep the price down on his albums so that his fans wouldn't have to suffer greater out-of-pocket costs, went along with their advice. This time, Wildflowers was released as a 15-song album. And even though it was a Tom Petty album solo, without the Heartbreakers, all of the Heartbreakers performed on the recordings with him, with the exception of Lynch, who was replaced in the studio by the English drummer Steve Ferrone, who had been given the thumbs up by none other than George Harrison as a suitable drummer for these songs. Ferrone, in effect, became a member of the Heartbreakers after these sessions and remained with the band until their last gig in 2017. Stan Lynch, an original member, left the Heartbreakers shortly after his last gig with the band in 1994, at the Bridge School Benefit Concert in California over longtime musical and personal differences with Petty. And so, a new chapter was born. Petty said that the reason he wanted this album to be a solo release was because he didn't want it to be tied up with five guys, since these songs were so very personal to him. He referred to Wildflowers as his divorce album, even though it was released a full two years before the divorce was finalized between him and Jane. The pair had two daughters together, Adria, who is a film director now, and Kimberly Violette, who is an artist. The two, who now co-manage the Tom Petty estate, remember their father constantly working on these songs, readying them for the world while his marriage fell apart. It was a tumultuous relationship that came to an end after three decades full of drama. Their house was burned down in 1987 when Adria was five years old, caused by arson. The case was never solved. Annie Lennox came to their aid after the fire with clothes for the family. The only thing that remained intact after that fire was Tom Petty's basement studio and the family decided to rebuild the house since it was surrounded almost entirely by wooded privacy, hard to find in the Encino neighborhood of Los Angeles, where his nearest neighbor was Lennox's bandmate in the Eurythmics, Dave Stewart. After the two divorced in 1996, Jane put the house on the market, but then, unable to sell it, she filed for bankruptcy. It was briefly used as a party house for a rich tenant, with invites given out over social media, and was raided by SWAT during that time for illegal activity. It was finally sold to Selena Gomez in 2020. But after the fire, and before the divorce, came Petty's successful stint as a member and co-producer of the Traveling Wilburys, a band which sealed his place among the very top of the credible end of rock. George Harrison... Jeff Lynn from ELO, Tom Petty, Bob Dylan, and Roy Orbison. 
This union extended even onto Petty's first solo album, Full Moon Fever, released in 1989, and features contributions from Lynn, who produced that, as well as Harrison and Orbison, before Orbison passed away in 88, along with members of the Heartbreakers. To say that Tom Petty was in a creative apex in the years that followed the fire would be an understatement. His work with the Wilburys, his work on his own solo album and albums with the Heartbreakers, his nonstop work ultimately led him to create his opus. All the changes that had happened and were happening in his professional and personal life would, in the end, weave the songs that became Wildflowers, with a title track so incredibly intimate, like the inner voice you hear when your mind is quiet. A comfort born of getting to a certain point in your life when a certain perspective is realized. Wildflowers starts like this. You belong among the wildflowers. You belong in a boat out at sea. Sail away. Kill off the hours. You belong somewhere you feel free. The author Paul Zolo wrote a book about Tom Petty called Conversations with Petty. In it, Petty tells Zolo that these lyrics were an absolute ad lib from the word go. He said that he turned the recorder on, sang the song in one take, turned it off, and when it seemed like the song was finished, he sat back and said, wow, what did I just do? After listening to it, he didn't change one word. And it continues. Run away. Find you a lover. Go away somewhere all bright and new. I have seen no other who compares with you. Now that's a wonderful thing to say to someone, even if that someone is yourself. At some point in every breakup, we come to a resolution as to why things don't work out anymore with a person or a situation. The only difference between our own quiet resolutions and Tom Petty's, in this case, is that he made a song about it that we all could sing. And he sings the next part. You belong among the wildflowers. You belong on a boat out at sea. You belong with your love on your arm. You belong somewhere you feel free. Almost like he was having an inner vision of a happier time to come, a love that was to be once he got past the chaos of a marriage in tatters, a relationship with a bandmate gone south, and into the freedom of a new partnership with a record company, manifesting all these things by singing the words. Run away. Go find a lover. Run away. Let your heart be your guide. You deserve the deepest of cover. You belong in that home by and by. I wonder how many people have similarly listened to this song and envisioned life differently and easier a little bit down the road. How often do our own inner voices tear us down instead of build us up? As Petty sings elsewhere on the Wildflowers album, on the song Crawling Back to You, most things I worry about never happen anyway. And those are words to live by. If only we can connect with that hopeful voice that we all have inside. And the song ends. 
You belong among the wildflowers. You belong somewhere close to me. Far away from your trouble and worry. You belong somewhere you feel free. By all accounts, Tom Petty was a loyal man. He was loyal to his wife through years of what people closest to him say was an almost obsessive neediness on her part, marked with issues with drinking, a hot and cold combative relationship that went on and on. Similar to Petty's father, who had his own issues with alcohol and violence. He was loyal to his bandmates and loved them, even Stan Lynch, who was inducted with Petty and the Heartbreakers into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2002, well after his departure from the band. Their performance at the induction would also be the last time that longtime Heartbreakers bassist Howie Epstein would perform with the band. Epstein died the following year after complications from years of drug addiction. Tom Petty would seek recovery from his own battle with drugs in 1999. The divorce with Jane causing him to descend into his own private battle to find a way to cope. And he did go on. More albums with the Heartbreakers and one more solo album, Highway Companion, which was released in 2006. And there were more tours until the final tour, the Heartbreakers 40th Reunion Tour, which concluded in Los Angeles, his adopted hometown, in September of 2017. Less than a week later, on October 2nd, Tom Petty died as a result of an accidental overdose due to painkillers he was taking for problems with his hip and other health problems. He was just shy of his 67th birthday. Between recording Wildflowers and his passing, Tom Petty would see some of the happiness that he seemed to manifest in the songs on the Wildflowers album. He remarried to Dana York in 2001 and in so doing gained a stepson named Dylan. Throughout his career making music, it can be said that Tom Petty changed the fabric of pop culture. He transitioned so easily from the 70s to the 80s, embracing music videos when MTV came along. He was one of rock and roll's greatest curators. His partnerships and collaborations with the likes of Stevie Nicks, Producer Jimmy Iovine, The Wilburys, Ringo Starr, Jeff Lynne, Rick Rubin, and more hit on a level that can only be attributed to his singular ability to not only find the right people to work with, but then to lead the shapings of his incredible songs in the right way at the right time. He sold over 80 million albums over the course of his career. He was inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame, won a Billboard Century Award, has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame with the Heartbreakers, and he received the keys to the city of Gainesville, Florida in 2006, along with the other members of the Heartbreakers. It thrilled them all. Wildflowers was reissued in 2020 with the remaining 10 tracks that were written during the Wildflowers sessions, called Wildflowers and All the Rest. It was his wish for the songs to ultimately be released, and he was working on making this happen before he passed. Some of the songs had appeared on the soundtrack to the film She's the One back in 1996, but it was Petty's vision to have them come out as an addendum to the original album, and so that came to be. The other ten songs carry through on the Wildflowers theme, an inner conversation. 
A deluxe version of this contains even more songs, alternate takes and demos, pictures, artwork, a real diehard fan's delight. Heartbreakers Mike Campbell and Ben Montench played a large part in helping curate this collection and continue to work with the Petty family on maintaining Petty's legacy. The one time that Tom Petty agreed with a record label turned out to be the right decision, though. The 15 songs that make up the original Wildflowers album begin with the title track and end with Wake Up Time, a self-nudging to roust oneself out of the doldrums and to rise and shine. It is a perfect album in every way, one that bears repeated listening, as I did when it was released, two years after my mom passed on, as I was searching for footing in a world as a teenager. It helped me find it then and years later, when I was an adult living in Los Angeles, Tom Petty's adopted hometown. I kept this album in my car specifically for times when I would ride up the Pacific Coast Highway from Santa Monica through Malibu and up to Ventura, hugging the coastline all the way, playing wildflowers on repeat. There is a certain California gold that shines on all of these songs, a peculiar kind of light that exists where the sun tips down over the horizon to the west, in the land where Petty was when he wrote them. But listening doesn't require a location. Petty's songs will bring the sunlight in, on wildflowers, wherever you are. They are the songs that remained on his mind for the rest of his life, different from anything else in his entire body of work. Tom Petty's creative peak. And that's saying something. And what a gift to fans this music continues to be. With wildflowers, we too, if only for the length of a song, can imagine that we belong somewhere we feel free. I'm Janda, and this has been Behind the Song. Special thanks to Christian Lane for the music you hear on this podcast. Subscribe to the Behind the Song podcast on YouTube and see the video episodes and follow the Behind the Song podcast on TikTok. If you have a song you'd like to hear more about in an upcoming episode, drop me a note in the comments and let me know. On the way, episodes about lyrics from the Pet Shop Boys, Blind Faith, and more classic rock and roll. Behind the Song is powered by DuPage Credit Union. If you're anything like my husband and I, spending this much time at home has made us think of all the home renovations we want to do. And with home equity loan rates the lowest they've been in years, it's the perfect time to kickstart your home renovations and talk to the experts at DuPage Credit Union. Whether you're looking for a fixed-rate home equity loan or a HELOC, they make it so simple to get the funds you need fast. For credit costs and terms or to apply, visit DuPageCU.com. That's DuPageCU.com. DuPage Credit Union is an equal housing opportunity lender, NMLS number 445096. By Members' Choice, this institution is not federally insured.